G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Christmas is, well, it's so big. Big cathedrals, big shopping malls, big everything. And you and I, we're so small. Just you, just me. So how do we get a handle on this Christmas juggernaut thing? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program as we take another look at Christmas from a different perspective. And please do stick with me because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet called The Best of 2021. It's based on some of this year's most popular messages. And I'd love to send you a free copy to thank you for joining me on a different perspective throughout 2021. I don't know what your local shopping centre looks like, but the one near me is massive. Now, I'm pretty good at navigating, but this one is so large, it's easy to end up wondering, now, where am I and and how do I get out of here? If you were to ask me what's one of my strongest visual associations with Christmas, well, it would be the masses of people thronging through this shopping mall, one ritzy, glitzy shop after the next. And the other strong association that I have with Christmas is the TV programs they put on around this time. These massive cavernous cathedrals with with angelic choirs and and crimson-clad clergy. These massive new shopping malls of ours seem to be modelled on the the cathedrals of old sometimes, like a modern take on an old theme. You get what I'm saying? The way that that Christmas is dished up to us these days, well, it's larger than life. It's a global phenomenon. And it doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or a humanist, spiritual or secular, pilgrim or consumer... We've got a cavernous cathedral to suit our needs. In fact, I I sometimes wonder, when it comes to Christmas, whether there's even a line between Christ follower and consumer. The Christmas that we splash onto the big screen these days, it's so big. And the only way we get to participate is either to sit and watch or to shop. Now, I don't mean to be unduly pessimistic about Christmas, but I just wonder whether this larger-than-life Christmas experience, well, it colours our world. We're part of it. We swallow it hook, line and sinker. That's in the affluent West. But what about the majority? What about the two-thirds who live in poverty without even enough food to eat? What about the people who work in the sweatshops that produce most of what we in the West consume at Christmas? I mean, I live in the affluent West and I struggle to know how to make sense of this whole Christmas juggernaut. I really do. This massive ritual that kicks in early December with with the hype and the ads and the tinsel and the trees. I believe in Jesus. I have enough food to eat. And yet I still struggle to know how to be part of this this bigger than Ben-Hur Christmas phenomenon. Answer me this. How is the lonely old widow in Lubumbashi, supposed to make sense of it. How is the 13-year-old girl working 14 hours a day in an EPZ on the outskirts of Manila? How is she supposed to make sense of it all? And what about the man who sits on the pavement 
all unshaven and dirty and smelly with his cardboard sign, this man that people step over and avoid, how's he supposed to make sense of it all? Tell me that. My God, what is this Christmas thing that we celebrate? What, God, what does it mean? Is it even for me? You know something? I'm just not sure that all this stuff is what God had in mind for Christmas. That big Christmas thing. You know how I come to that conclusion? You go and spend a while in that drafty, smelly little stable out back of some some two-star establishment in Bethlehem. Away in a manger. No crib for a bed. The, The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the night sky looked down where he lay. And the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Now, that's all just fine and dandy until you realise that a manger is a trough for livestock food and the livestock stink because they urinate and defecate all over the stable floor. And that, that is where the little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. Where are the big cathedrals full of choirs? Where are the crimson-clad clergy? Where's the shopping mall with all its glitz and glamour? Where is this Christmas juggernaut that we all consume every year without even giving it a single thought? Let me ask you, where are they all? Come on, tell me, where are they? Well, something big and amazing did actually happen on that night. Some shepherds were out there tending their flocks in the field and angels appeared to them in the sky and these shepherds were pretty terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all people because to you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is the Messiah and the Lord. And this will be the sign for you, said the angel. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favours. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And what did they find? A child wrapped in rags, lying in in a smelly feeding trough, just like the angel promised. Now that, that I can make sense of. Not some big extravaganza. Just take a look at this for a moment through the eyes of the shepherds. They had a music and light show out there in that field like no other, didn't they? They saw a massive extravaganza. But all that noise and hoopla and glory and light from the angels... That wasn't the end game. God only sent that troop of angels out there that night to put on that that fantastic carols by candlelight show for one reason. To point those shepherds to the real meaning of Christmas. To get their attention. The centrepiece of the Christmas that God the Father had planned in his deep and mighty heart before time even began, the centrepiece wasn't the light show at all. It was there to grab their attention, to guide them to this little baby, wrapped in a few rags, lying in a smelly, grotty, disgusting little manger. See, when we think back to that first Christmas Eve, it's not the light show that we remember, it's the baby. 
It's not the big ritzy glitzy presentation that God splashed across the sky that he wants us so much to remember, but his son. And the utterly incredible love of a God who put his son, God the Son, into that manger that night for you and for me. You and I, to put it blunt, are easily led astray by the the light shows and the razzmatazz. But year after year, after year of the same thing, and you realise how hollow and empty that is. There's a reason for that. God never, ever meant for this big Christmas juggernaut that we've created to be the main play. But this little babe in this humble space who with his love would turn our world upside down. Jesus who pulled on flesh and blood to show us the glory of God. Jesus whose flesh would be crucified, whose blood would be poured out for my sin and for yours. That's the bit of the Christmas thing he always wanted us to remember. Not the hype, not the glamour or the cathedrals or the choir or the mall or the stores or the bull or the tinsel. None of those things. Just the baby. Each and every week, countless people around the world hear the good news of Jesus through these A Different Perspective messages. And as you can imagine, we get a lot of responses. I mean, a lot. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called The Best of 2021, and it's based on some of this year's most popular programs. Just to kind of thank you for listening in and for your friendship, prayers, and support. This one thing is for certain. God's Word is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll just touch your heart with His mercy and grace, His wisdom, and His love. So you can request your free copy of The Best of 2021 right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com or toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.